Hi there. Welcome to How to Market Your Horse Business with Denise Alvarez. I am so glad you're here with me on today's podcast. Now, just in case you're a note taker, I have got you covered. I'm going to summarize what we talk about on each episode into what we'll call our show notes, and you'll be able to find those over on my website whenever you want. So just rest assured that you can jump over to my website at stormlilymarketing.com forward slash five for episode number five to find today's summary. Now, in case we're new friends, I really am extra glad you're here. As you've likely guessed by now, my name is Denise Alvarez, and through my business, Storm Lily Marketing, I help horse business owners like yourself create and implement an effective website marketing strategy. I'm here to help you build a sustainable business so you can be out in the barn doing more of what you love to do. And I know that not everyone loves marketing, and you might even be listening to this podcast thinking you're really not sure of it yourself right now. But that's exactly why I'm here. Using a mix of step-by-step strategies and basic how-tos, I'm going to help you not only see what's possible for your business through marketing, but I'm also going to guide you through that process to help you make it happen. Now, if you were with me in our very first episode, I said that every week we're going to talk about some aspect of marketing your horse business with the goal of you walking away with some doable strategies to help you market your business. And I also promised you that I would define any marketing jargon that comes up along the way. So as we get started talking about today's topic, what the heck's a website that converts and why should you even care, let's define one marketing word that you may have noticed in the title, converts. Okay, I know that you probably know what the word converts actually means in terms of a general definition, but when it comes to marketing, do you know what I mean when I say a website that converts? Now, here's the super simple way you can think of it. When someone lands on your website, they're a website visitor, right? But the whole reason you created your website was to get the right people to become a customer, not just a visitor. Well, taking someone from being a visitor to being a customer is actually called converting. So naturally, a website that converts is one that does just that. It converts people from being visitors to being customers. And that's how you can be sure your website is actually working for you. But here's the thing. While that's true, not all of us are going to get the sale right there on our website, especially on your website visitor's first visit. Believe it or not, marketing experts have found that most of the time, it takes eight touches before someone decides to buy from you. Those touches might come in a variety of forms, from social media, to flyers, to personal recommendations, to emails, and of course, your website. Think of it this way. For the majority of horse businesses, the customer has a journey they're on as they become your customer. And your website is one very important part of taking them along on your journey until they're ready to actually buy from you. So let's look at this a little deeper and really from the perspective of a lesson barn. I think a real life example can be helpful here for us. So our pretend barn owner, Jackie, owns the Four Diamonds Stables. Now she just got a new student signed up for weekly lessons, and we're going to call her new student Evan. But we're going to backtrack a little bit and see what kind of journey Evan went on before he actually decided to take lessons over at Jackie's Stables. Okay, so first, Evan was talking with a friend at work about how he'd always been interested in learning to ride horses. He'd shared he was a little nervous because he hasn't ridden since he was a young kid at camp that he went to a long time ago. So his friend said he'd seen a sign for a place that offered riding lessons right off the highway. I think it's called Four Diamond Stables, he says. 
Okay, that's touch number one for Evan. He hears of it. So he leaves that conversation and later decides to do a quick Google search and see what he can find out about the Four Diamond Stables. And when he does, he finds a website and a Facebook page. First, he goes to the Facebook page to see if there's any recent posts and any reviews on there that he can read about. That's touch number two. He likes what he sees so far on Facebook, so he decides to visit their website to learn a little bit more. Touch number three. Now, when he's on the website, he finds the pricing info and he thinks, it looks like a good place, but I'm still just not sure if that's what I want to do right now. Okay, now here's the big difference in a website that converts and one that doesn't. Let's establish one thing really quickly. Your website absolutely should have a button or a link that makes it very easy for people who land there to, in this example, schedule lessons right there on the website, or at least take the first step to getting in touch with you, whether it's an initial consult or just, you know, a first phone call, something to help them take that first step to doing business with you. And honestly, that's where a lot of websites do fail. Amazingly, it's difficult to find the next right step to get started a lot of times when you look at it from your customer's perspective. So if you do nothing else after listening to today's episode, I want you to go to your website and see how easy it is from the point of your prospective customers to get started working with you. Okay, let's back up a little bit though. A website that converts really well actually makes it easy for someone to stay on the journey with your business, even if they aren't ready to hit that buy now button or that get started now button just yet. Now you might be thinking, okay, that's great, Denise, but how in the world am I supposed to do that? You just said to make it easy for them to get in touch. And you should, but that shouldn't be the only option that they have on your website. You guessed it. You're going to get their email address and stay in touch on a regular basis provide value along the way, and remind them of what's available when they do work with you. What might they be missing out on? What experiences might they have if they were there with you? Okay, so let's go back to Evan. Uh, Let's see, we're at touch number three, I think, right? Marketing touch, of course. Thankfully, on the Four Diamond Stables website, they do have a clear option for Evan to sign up for their email newsletter, where they share horsemanship and writing tips on a regular basis. So Evan decides, okay, I may as well sign up. It couldn't hurt to learn some things about horses along the way, even if I don't go to lessons just now. So he signs up for that email newsletter and gets an inspiring quote about horses that's nicely designed to print out and put on his desk as a little thank you through his email from the Four Diamond Stables. Okay, we're still counting marketing touches here. So that one would be touch number four. Now, over the next couple of weeks, he sees some posts from the stable show up on his Facebook newsfeed. And every time he sees other people and their lessons riding their horses, he thinks, oh, I wish that could be me. Okay, so each of those posts are more marketing touches, my friends. So that would be touches five, marketing touch six, and maybe even more. Plus, he's also gotten an email that shared a story about the life of one of the lesson horses over at the stables. And he secretly hopes he's going to get to ride that particular horse one day. That would be marketing touch number seven, at least. Now, finally, Evan gets an email that says that Four Diamond Stables is having an open house where anyone who's interested in lessons can come over, check out the place, meet the horses, meet the instructors, get some food, of course, you know the drill. Okay, that would be marketing touch number eight, at least again. And with this one, he decides to go out to the open house. 
which would be touch number nine, because something like that, an event that you're putting on, those are considered marketing touches too. Now, while he's there, he loves meeting the horses. The instructors seem very knowledgeable and caring, and the facility is beautiful. So Evan decides to get signed up for lessons before heading home. Okay, let's remember the reason we went on Evan's customer journey in the first place. I wanted you to see how many marketing touches it can often take to get your potential customers to become your actual customers. And I also wanted you to see how crucial a website that converts is to this journey. If he only had the Facebook page to look at and no website to visit, the information on lessons and pricing on Facebook would have been very limited. And if he hadn't reached out right there on the Facebook page to ask for prices or more information, then the stables may have missed their chance to get him in the doors. And let's think back to when he visited that website. If he had just left and never given his email address, he may not have ever heard the story about the horse that he hoped to ride one day or seen the special invite for the open house. Having a way to stay in touch with him and using email marketing to do more than just sell to him, but to actually connect with Evan, like the story of the horse, allowed Jackie and the Four Diamond Stables to eventually bring Evan in as a paying lesson student. And I know you might be thinking, well, yes, Denise, but he would have seen that open house as an event on Facebook. But here's the thing. I agree that Facebook is a great tool. So much so that in our next podcast episode, we're talking about all things social media. So stay tuned for that next week. But here's the thing. While you might be able to build up a great, exciting audience using Facebook and Facebook events, it's often hard to get a captive audience on Facebook because you don't know for sure who's going to see that information. Just because someone's liked your page, it doesn't mean they're going to see every single post that you put out there. Statistically speaking, they're actually much more likely to see your email in their inbox than they are to see your Facebook post if you're just banking on the fact that they've liked your page. And since they signed up for your emails, that means they actually do want to hear from you. Okay, so how do you get a website that converts? Well, I actually created a free website checklist specifically for that reason. It's called the four must-haves to make your equine website dreams a reality. And I called it that because really, I know that the website of your dreams is, yes, beautiful, and we talk about that in there, but it's really the one that helps you to grow your business and turn your website visitors into your customers, just like we're talking about today. So to grab that freebie, head on over to stormlilymarketing.com forward slash checklist, and you're going to get instant access to your free website checklist and find out the four key elements that your website needs to have to convert your visitors into your customers. And I've provided real live examples there for each one of those elements too. And I promise if your website has these four things and you're actively out there helping to bring attention to it, then you know it's going to work to convert your website visitors into your customers. Okay, now for our purposes here today, we're going to dial in on just one of those key elements that's going to give your visitors a reason to actually sign up for your emails. Sure, you could just say, get our email newsletter and provide a little box there to put their email address. But how exciting or enticing is that? To get the right people to sign up for your emails, you actually want to offer something in exchange for their email address. Just like in my example earlier, Evan got a pretty printable so he can print it out and put it on his desk or in his house somewhere. It doesn't always have to be something extravagant, but it does need to be something of value. So the most common way to do this 
is with a lead magnet. Now don't worry, I've got you covered. We're gonna define lead magnet right here before we go any further. A lead magnet is something you provide in exchange for an email address. The email is the lead, and the magnet is something that's gonna attract your lead to want to give you their email address. Like I said earlier, with that example with Evan, it's a perfect way to look at it. If you were to Google lead magnet ideas, you'd actually find a ton of information out there, along with lists and lists of ideas for lead magnets. Of course, they're not gonna be specific to your horse business, but you can always get inspired. So one great example is actually from my friend and client, Lindsay Hayes Kofel. Yes, she's not new to the podcast. You met her in episodes number two and number four. And you may recall that I redesigned her website this summer. And as part of that process, we took an existing free video she had created about how to ride the sliding stop and we paired it with a brief note sheet to create a valuable lead magnet. You can see it in action over on her website, HayesCofellPerformanceHorses.ca. There's a button right there on the top menu, or if you scroll down on the homepage, you'll see it there as well. She and Jess are super involved in the world of reining and cow horses, and so she created something on her own that her clientele was often asking her about, and that's what makes it so great. I have another client who does copywriting for websites, and so, and specifically horse websites, and so she created something that is all about guiding them with their search engine optimization. And don't worry, we'll talk more about that later on, but you may already be familiar with just SEO and what that means. And so she created a checklist of sorts to help people make sure that their website has their basic SEO in order. And that was my friend Claudia over at Runaway Writing, so you can check her out too. Okay, now don't go doing exactly what the two examples are that I've shown you today. Remember, the key is not copying what others are doing, but instead looking to see what other people are doing and then getting inspired to find out what works for you and especially for the people that you're serving. So think about it. What's something your audience already asks you for or about all the time? Do you have some writing confidence boosters you can share? Or maybe if you have an online store, you can provide a coupon for people who sign up for your emails. Think about the people you love to work with and that you want to work with more. What kind of valuable offer would they want and that you can provide in exchange for their email address? Thinking about that will get you the lead magnet that's going to get the best email addresses, which will help you get that website that converts visitors to customers and actually help you to grow your business. Well, friends, we did go kind of deep into the world of marketing today, didn't we? But I'm so proud of you because you made it, and I believe that you understood every word, and you even know how you could do this in your own business. So I hope you enjoyed it. Now, if I've left any stone unturned in this conversation, or you have some more questions about websites that converts, I would love to hear from you. You can just head over to my website, stormlilymarketing.com to get in touch. Or better yet, jump into my private How to Market Your Horse Business Facebook group and jump in there and have that conversation. Ask the questions so other people can learn from the answers that we get right there. It's the benefit of community and connecting with people that, like you, love to work in the horse industry and also want to grow their business. Okay, so stay tuned to future episodes as well and join my email list if you do want to go a little deeper on this topic and even get some help in terms of the tech because I've got a brand new free workshop coming up and you're not going to want to miss it. I'll be sharing more next week about this free workshop and I'll talk about exactly where you can get registered because it'll be open next week. So you'll want to be the first to know. 
So make sure that you're on that email list. Again, you can just go to my website. If you go to stormlilymarketing.com forward slash podcast, you'll see a place there to sign up for podcast updates. Or if you want a freebie in exchange, then just go to stormlilymarketing.com forward slash checklist. And you'll get my free website checklist I told you about earlier. And then you'll also automatically get my email so that you can be the first to know when my free workshop opens up. Okay, friends, that is all I've got for you today. Remember, you can find a summary of everything we've talked about over at stormlilymarketing.com forward slash five. What we call our show notes are there for episode number five. You'll find a link to the website checklist there as well. So again, just jump over there and find all that you need. And if you're enjoying the podcast, I would just ask that you jump into Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and review if you listen there. It really is helpful. And no matter where you're listening, tell your friends, tell your colleagues, jump into that Facebook group so you can join the community and invite the people that you know that would benefit from there. I would love to meet you all there. And if you have any questions, of course, I'm always here. Let me know if there's anything I can do to help you or if you have an idea for a future episode, just jump onto my website and let me know. Okay, one last thing. I always want to make sure in case you're new to the podcast, you can get notified when a new episode comes out by subscribing in your favorite podcast listening app. And then of course, if you jump into my email list, I'll send you a quick note every week just to let you know that a new episode is up and I'll tell you what we're talking about that week. Okay, that really is all I've got for today. I hope you have a wonderful day and I will see you next week.